Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. All right, here we go. Brand new Flyers Daily for Wednesday, June 29th. First of all, first things first, congratulations are in order. First of all, happy birthday to my youngest child, 11-year-old daughter, Rylan Marie Mertides. 11 years old on this day. Congratulations to Ron Sutter, who, by the way, hit his first ace, hit his first hole-in-one. I saw the tweet from his twin brother, Rich Sutter, that Ron at Riverside Golf and Country Club in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, picked up his first ace on hole number seven, an eight iron from a buck 60. So congratulations to Ron Sutter. Can you tell it's the offseason? It's the offseason. The cup has been handed out. Congratulations to the Colorado Avalanche. Certainly a worthy winner of the Stanley Cup when you have to go through a two-time champion in the final to get it done. You're certainly worthy. NHL playoffs pretty back to normal this season. And a really good playoff. A really good playoff. A lot of fun. A lot of great matchups. We'll go through some of the numbers here in just a second about the Stanley Cup playoffs before we kind of get to what is next. But it to me, it was a magical, magical season uh, for the NHL. Record revenues. And... I can't wait for the game to come back already. You know, if you're listening to this, you love the sport. I love the sport. And even though it's only been a couple of days since, you know, the the cherry has been put, been put on top of the Sunday and the season's over and all of those elements, it still has me already. I, I'm going to enjoy the offseason, but it already has me counting down to the 2022-23 season. Now, there's a lot of business that needs to take place between now and October 11th. October 11th, by the way, from when you're hearing this, 103 days until the NHL season will begin. It's really not that far away, but there's a lot of business to be taken care of uh, for the Flyers, for everybody in the NHL, between now and then. We'll get the schedule coming up here in July, the 2021 or 22-23 schedule. I saw some teams yesterday releasing their preseason schedules. Maybe we'll get the Flyers coming up today. Also coming up today, uh, there's going to be a media availability at noon today with Chuck Fletcher and Brent Flair in advance of the 2022 NHL draft in Montreal. Uh, those two will meet with the media. Um, I will tell you that coming up here on Flyers Daily, we've got a lot coming up. As everybody knows at this time of year, um, I've been fortunate enough to be granted permission to speak with scouts. So Bill Meltzer and I are going to tackle a couple of very important conversations. Joachim Grumberg we're going to talk to, Flyers head of European scouting. Joachim's been on, the, Joachim's been on this uh, podcast before. Bill will join me for that. Also going to talk to uh, Flyers scout Mark Gregg. Some was taken last year in the draft, and Gregor's always a good guest. We're going to talk with Alan McCauley once again. I know people really enjoyed the conversation that we had, God, I guess it was about eight months ago, with Alan McCauley. And we're going to talk about roster building, team building, and all of those things with Alan McCauley. And we'll also, for draft day next Thursday, we'll speak with Brent Flair. So we got a lot coming up to kind of get everybody ready for the NHL draft and for this NHL offseason. So the Cup's been handed out. So what's next on the calendar? Well, you've got, obviously, the draft coming up a week from Thursday, a week from tomorrow. Uh, that would be July 7th, and then July 8th is the 
second rounds two through seven. And then you've got about a week, yeah, a week, before the NHL off-season period, not even a week, five days before the NHL off-season signing period begins. RFA and UFA signing period, that'll begin at noon, coming up on Wednesday, July 13th. And, you know, you'll have your free agent frenzy. We'll see where everybody goes. It usually lasts about 36 hours of the big names and then kind of dies off, and then there's some stragglers. But that's the NHL off-season calendar. Now let's look back at the Cup Final real quick because the NHL, with the season being over, sent out a Stanley Cup playoffs by the numbers recap. 1999, that's the first number. That was the year that all the small things from when 182 came out, and that was the song that became the in-game anthem for the Stanley Cup champion, Colorado Avalanche. I've got stats that mean more than that. Um, 562 goals. That's the 2022 Stanley Cup playoffs goal total. The fifth most in postseason history that's consisted of four or fewer rounds excluding the 2022 Stanley Cup qualifiers. So goal scoring was up this season. It was up in the playoffs as well. 160 or 101, rather. The average percentage of capacity of crowds at NHL arenas with 1.655 million fans attending the 89 postseason games in the first, quote, normal postseason since the COVID-19 pandemic. I remember at points during the pandemic thinking, Man, are we ever going to convene as a crowd again? Is it going to be too scary? Are we going to be freaked out? To see that 101 percentage of capacity, over 100%, is awesome in 89 playoff games. 89, that was the games played in the 2022 Stanley Cup playoffs, the most in a postseason that consisted of four or fewer rounds, excluding, again, the 2020 Stanley Cup qualifiers since 2016, where there was 91 total games. Uh, 69, that was the points by Avalanche defensemen during the 2022 Stanley Cup playoffs, the second most in one postseason in NHL history behind the 1985 Oilers, who had 77. That's rarefied air. The 85 Oilers, of course, beat the Flyers in the Stanley Cup Finals. Also went on to win the Cup that year and in 1987. Pretty uh, similar teams. 65, that was the combined points of Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl in the 2022 Stanley Cup playoffs. Only two players in playoff history collected more points before the final round than McDavid. That was Wayne Gretzky, who had 36 back in 85, 34 in 83, and Doug Gilmore, who also had 35 in 1993 with the Toronto Maple Leafs. All right, a couple more Stanley Cup by numbers. 52. That's how many years it's been since a defenseman aged 23 or younger won the Conn Smythe Trophy when Cal McCarr became the first to do it since Bobby Orr in 1970. I don't say that to stick the stick in for Flyer fans and twist it. But, boy, he had a sensational season, a sensational playoffs, and he's garnered, obviously, a lot of attention uh, for the way he's uh, played this past season. Just an incredible player. Uh, Let's go to 37. That's the number of comeback wins in the postseason. 42% of the 89 games played, 14 games saw the winning team in that game uh, trail in the third period, and 10 were multi-goal rallies. Only three playoff years since 2000 have featured a higher percentage of comeback wins. That was 2010. Flyers did that. And they obviously came back all the way from down three games to none and down 3 nothing in Game 7 against the Boston Bruins to contribute to that. 2006 and 2009 as well. 
Now, it's been 27 years since a postseason averaged at least 6.3 goals per game before 2022. The last time that happened was in 1995. Goal scoring was up all year. It was up once again in the playoffs. 11 consecutive series wins by the Lightning. That's the third longest stretch in Stanley Cup playoffs history behind only the Islanders, who went on to win, obviously, the four straight Cups, 80, 81, 82, 83, 84, and the Canadians, who won it in 76, 77, 78, and 79. So the interesting thing about that Islander team that won the Cup in 80, 81, 82, and 83, and then also the Canadians team that won it in 76, 77, 78, and 79, is they beat the Flyers, both of those teams, in the first of their four Cups. Pretty spectacular. You know, I always talk about this in sports. It's not just that you get to a final sometimes. It's who you get when you get there. So the Flyers win the back-to-back Cups in 74 and 75. They go back to the final in 76. They lose to the Canadians, who win four straight Cups. They go back to the Cup final in 1980. They lose to the Islanders, who win four straight Cups. They go back to the finals in 1985 They lose and 87. They lose to the Edmonton Oilers, who won four Cups in five years with Wayne Gretzky and that great team, obviously. The, I think the greatest team ever in 1987. They go back to the Cup final in 1997. They take on the Detroit Red Wings. They win their first Cup three in five years. They go back in 2010 to the Stanley Cup final. They face the Chicago Blackhawks. The Blackhawks win their first Cup in five years. All of those teams won multiple Cups in those periods of time. Won more than two. The Canadians, four straight. The Islanders, four straight. That Edmonton team, that particular team, four in five years. That Detroit Red Wings team, basically the core of that team, three in five years. And the same thing goes for the Chicago Blackhawks. Sometimes you got to get there and get against a, a, a patsy. Flyers haven't had that luck. Still got to win one. Got to get on the path back to being a team that can get into the conversation for that. 2010, 12 years ago, maybe it doesn't seem that long ago in some ways. It's long. T- it feels like a long time ago. So time to get back there as well. So Flyers offseason is underway. Friday, we will continue to get you ready for the NHL draft, which will be next week. And again, a lot of guests coming up here on Flyers Daily. Joachim Grunberg, the head of European Scouting, Mark Gregg, Alan McCauley, Brent Flair, Bill Meltzer along for the ride on a lot of it. So a lot coming up. We'll get you ready. Last thing I wanted to get to, because I was a little surprised when I saw this, but um, Bob McKenzie, he's semi-retired. But there's one guy you always listen to when it comes to draft rankings, because Bob McKenzie is so plugged in. Uh, Charlie O'Connor tweeted it out that, Um, Bob McKenzie's rankings tend to line up the best with the industry consensus. He gets a lot of input from a lot of different people, scouts, general managers, you name it. And he had his top five rankings out for the 2022 um, NHL entry draft. And he had Yurov Solkowski at number one, not Shane Wright. He's got Shane Wright at number two. Logan Cooley, the Pittsburgh product, at number three. Uh, Simon Nemich at number four. And at number five, this doesn't mean the Flyers will take him, um, but it's also ahead of David Juracek, is Cutter Gauthier. So we'll see how that plays out come draft night. Bob McKenzie, like like Charlie said, is usually really close to industry consensus. So we'll see how that plays out coming up in eight days' time. 
We'll see where it goes. Uh, we'll see if the Flyers even use the fifth pick. Maybe it's traded. We don't know. Uh, a lot of things in play. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Enjoy your Wednesday. We'll be back Friday with another brand new edition of Flyers Day. Take-